0: Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: The The Telegraph. Podcasts.
0: Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Brian Moore's Full Contact. Earlier in the week, I went down to England's training camp in Surrey and I spoke with England internationals Ben Teo and Mike Brown about the forthcoming Six Nations tournament. This bonus episode is brought to you by Men Plus Care, who are a proud supplier to the England rugby camp. What's it like as an atmosphere prior to the Six Nations?
1: Yes, amazing. Um, So obviously with this tournament comes the history and the tradition. Um, been going on for years. I grew up from the age of five, six, watching it with my dad. So to potentially be a part of it again um, is amazing, and that's why we all work so hard as as uh, rugby players to be part of, of uh, tournaments like this.
0: You've got been a different perspective, I would have thought as well, mm. coming from you know the other side of the world. What, what, how was it regarded, um, you know, outside Europe? Um, to be honest, it probably wasn't. Um a
2: big talked about competition, you know, down in the Southern Hemisphere, but, you know, obviously being up here now and experiencing it and how much the fans love it, it's, a, it's such a huge comp. And I think, you know, down south, they probably envy it a little bit, you know, obviously it, it does well financially, but um, just the amount of uh, supporters they get to each game.
0: What's the injury situation with both of you?
2: Injury situation? Yep. yep. Well, me personally, I'm just coming back. So I've um, had about three months out. Uh, had ankle surgery uh, got that all sorted out I've been doing my rehab and now I'm just back full training, so I've been back full training for about a week now or a week and a half um.
1: Yeah into it into it tomorrow, as of tomorrow and full training, ready to go So you'll be fit? Hope so <laughs> <laughs> Shall I say, would it be wrong to say Italy is an easy opener? No definitely not, there's, I don't think there's any easy games in, in Six Nations um you know they'll they'll be at home. Um, they come with a lot of passion and, and uh, physicality. Um, they're at home. First game of the tournament for them. There's been people that have been writing them off um, in terms of them being in the tournament at all. Um, so they want to they want to you know shove that back in people's faces. Um, so we need to make sure we turn up with the right mindset, the right mentality, um, and with the correct game plan, and, and then implement that.
0: Is there any difference in the approach for the camp with Eddie? in terms of this tournament, as opposed to the Autumn Internationals?
2: I wasn't part of the Autumn, so...
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, not really. Um, We just look to the next game, what we need to do for that that game. Um, Our next game is is our biggest game, and that's Italy, so we're just solely focusing on them, Um, and what we need to do in terms of the game plan, like I've said, um, in terms of mindset turning up on the day. Um, And we've been looking at Italy since we met up uh, in the new year, on the on the first of Jan. Um, that's all we've been looking at. That's all we've been training towards, um, and, and that's no different.
0: There's a lot of stuff said about the atmosphere that Eddie brings into a camp, and the fact that he's constantly pushing players, trying to keep them on the tours. How does he do that? Not just in camp. <laughs> Not just in camp. All right. How does he do that in and out of camp?
1: Text messages. Yeah. <laughs> Texts or calls. Um, <laughs>
0: Any time of the day.
1: Yeah, he's always in contact, no matter what time of the day. Um, whatever day it is, um, he's always in contact with players, letting them know what, what he expects, um, what he thinks you've done well or, or not so well. Um,
0: what do you think when you know it's when it comes up, uh, the number comes Depends up? when it is. <laughs> you just look <laughs>
1: at it and you're obviously a bit nervous. Um, but at the end of the day, whatever it is, you know it's for, for your best interest, it's for the team's best interest, it's to make England the best team in the world, that's why he's doing it, he's, tr- he's trying to make you a better player um so whether it be something you need to work on or you've done well you take it on board um and then you, you do what he says the game
0: coming up is a sunday game uh can you just take us very very briefly through what in general will be the days what will you do on the days
1: uh, it'll be yeah start with weights session. and then we'll go into field session which will be quite light and it'll be um more just going through kickoffs and making sure everyone knows their role on kickoffs, on set plays, on um, patterns that we may have for this particular team that we're playing against, um, things like that. Um, so then when we go into the physical day, which will be the next day, which is the Wednesday this week, um, everyone knows their ro- roles when it starts getting faster and more physical. Um, but so, yeah, Wednesday will then be weights again, but then in- into the um, physical fast session, um, a lot more contact. Uh, everything's full on. Um, that's the toughest session of the week, and it's pretty much like a game. In fact, it's higher, isn't it higher? Mm. High intensity than a game? um so that when we do come to a game, um we know we can go to that to that level. And then the Thursday this week will be a day off. So we recover in the morning, we do recovery um, in the pool or ice baths or heat, massage, all those things, whatever you need to do to to feel right after the the, the hard day you've had before.
0: I don't know if you read this, there's a lot of research being done recently and there's now starting to say that they reckon that actually um, ice baths actually retard recovery from injury and it's heat that make you recover yeah. and if that's the case there's going to be an awful lot of players who were hacked off having to go <laughs> into ice baths afterwards.
1: Is that an obligatory thing? Well the, the, the head of performance here, Dean Benton, he loves heat so a lot of us use heat more than yeah. the, the ice and... Ice isn't for me, it's too cold. <laughs> it's um, personal
2: choice I suppose, it's yeah. whatever you feel. Whatever makes you feel good. Makes
0: you feel good. Um, I'm interested in this, If when you're talking about the higher intensity in training than games, how do you practically do that? What, is it that you don't get the breaks that you would normally get in terms of when the knock-ons are coming, they just play on the ball? Or?
1: Yeah, there's no breaks, um, everything's a lot faster, um, Eddie's constantly chucking balls in behind teams, it's, you know, calling turnover, um, it's just constantly moving. And um, There's no breaks even when you go into to some drills on the side because we have contact conditioning in, in between in between when we're playing. Um, Are these referees? Yeah, we have referees yeah. coming in, don't we? Wayne Barnes, we had JP Dorr, Who did we have last week? What was his name? I can't remember his name. <laughs> uh, he's one of the top ones, though. So. Um, yeah, we have them all coming he's in. He's going to be listening to this. Yeah, he doesn't fine. even know my name. No. Excuse
0: Can you get sent off? Oh, I don't know. No one's ever tried it. <laughs>
1: No, but like like last week when when the guys were training, I think Eddie had a quite word with a ref to to um, chuck a lot of um, uh, penalties in there. Mm-hmm. what it seemed to mm-hmm. someone must have told him because there's a lot of penalties um, compared to normal. And I think it's just to see how you react and um, how your team reacts and um, yeah, looking at turnovers and things like that.
0: One of the last things I I remember reading about him focusing on is transitioning from attack to defence and so on. You know, and the fact that the ball gets turned over. What, about every minute, doesn't it? Something like that. Uh, is there anything specific he's been trying to inculcate in, into, the, into the squad with that?
1: Well, it's just how hard you work on transition. It's such a big part of rugby now. Um, if you look at the All Blacks, they're the best at it at the moment. So we've been working hard on that. Um, we want to have the best defence in the world and that means we'll be turning teams over. So then off the back of that, we need to make sure our, our um, transition into a turnover attack's good because um, that's where you score a lot of tries. I think... Uh, Turnovers are the highest amount of tries scored, so um, we need to make sure we're good at that and take those chances. Do you get set
0: goals for a tournament, or and if so, what are they?
1: Easy win. It's just win. Just, just, just win. Just win.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing is about the Six Nations is that if you don't win your first game, you're in trouble, because the whole tenor of the campaign changes. You're on the defensive straight away. Uh, you've got an away game, and then you know, you're back there. Would you for example have any notion um, you know any eye at all any plans for the subsequent games or is it just focused on the next one
2: yeah it's always always focuses just that next game so like Mike said we've been planning for Italy for for a while now you know and you just everything's geared towards that and as soon as that game's over it's on to the next one and the next one just so works what are you like expecting
0: that. from Italy I'm sure
2: physical. they've got something. Yeah, they'll be passionate, physical, yeah. but I'm sure they'll have a few uh, trick plays sorted out. Like something, last time with yeah. the, the rock and things like that. Something that we've, uh, you know, we, we won't be, um, we just have to act on our feet, you know, and, and just think fast and, and try and solve it better than last time. It
0: was reported um, that the management were having a couple of sessions today, which, what ifs? What if this
1: happens, what if that happens?
0: Do they, do they set you the same scenarios on the training field?
1: Yeah, we have, um, we go through uh, meetings where we talk about, you know, what if scenarios and and how we'd react. Um, We talk about that. Can you give an example? Um, We've had all sorts of uh, weird and wonderful um, situations, you know, given to us. Um, And we come up for, we we get put in teams and we come up for each other, different scenarios. And I think we've had things like if the referee doesn't turn up or, you know, the game's delayed for whatever reason, um, due to I don't know, the bus being late or something. How would we react to the messages being spoken about? Does it go
0: to the level I mean like, you know, what if we need three points? Yeah, we do you that, yeah, we do
2: points. that. That's all the time in, in the games. You know, we're three points up, five minutes to go, attacking line out. Well, you know, what are we calling? We're you know, our exit sets, all that kind of stuff. That's constant scenarios.
0: You love the freedom on the field to change things, but how much is, what's the balance between the prescriptive, we are going to do this in this situation and your freedom to say, well, no, we're not, because we've seen something move there or we've seen, you know, defence has shifted or the game's moved into a different sort of focus.
1: Yeah, well, you know, obviously we have the set-piece calls to start with, what we think will work against, you know, for example, Italy. Um, but then once we get into phase play or turnover, you um, Again, we'll just, you know in phase play we'll sort of have our set structures and who should be working and what type of parts of the field and things like that, especially the forwards. But um, then it's up to us to move it to the space um, wherever that may be. Um, you know, for example, you have runners off ten, but um, the ten can call it if you want. If you see space a bit wider, or, or you know, and you, you've also got to react and run the holes, run the right holes, and things like that. So um, there's a bit of both, really.
0: What about the, the sort of kicking strategy? Because you're often at back and. From the touchline, a lot of the time it seems as though there's a prescribed, this is when we'll play the kicking game and we'll just see who cracks first. Um, Or is it completely off the cuff? Are you waiting to have the calls from the wingers and and the centres as to where the space is and what you're doing? In terms of
1: counter-attack? Yeah. um, yeah, Yes, again, it's a bit of both. Um, Obviously, you do analysis in the week, see where the space is in the backfield and what type of kicks you're going to get, what type of kick chase you're going to be up against. And then it's just um, off the cuff, really. You just you, you're getting that um, you're getting that um, information fed to you from you know the guys that are sort of escorting back, or you know the wingers that are next to you, or your ten might be in the backfield. Whether you need to kick it, whether there's space to run, whether they want an alley pass. You're getting all that information, and it's about just picking the right um, you know the right action off the back of that.
0: Have you managed? Have you managed to get a club feel to the England thing? I mean, obviously week-to-week, day-to-day, in your ordinary playing. You know, you'll have your friends and colleagues at, at clubs. Have you managed to replicate that with England?
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, yeah. Um, we're all good mates. We do still speak outside the club. You have the WhatsApp groups and, and things like that. Um, but, yeah, it's sort of, you know, nowadays it just seems like when you're back in camp, it's sort of like you haven't been apart for that long, um, and it's straight back into it. And, you're having that fun off the field as, as well as you know hard you know hard work on it. Um, you're always speaking to coaches, so it's like you're n- never really away from them. Eddie's always watching.
0: You, oh, you brought up social media. How much um, are you allowed? How much do you listen to it? How much do you read it?
1: I don't. I, you I'm, love it,
0: don't
2: no. you? love <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't. I don't really read much of it, to be honest. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a massive fan of, of the social media stuff. Um, sometimes I just delete the app you know if I was coming to a competition I might just delete the app off my phone for a couple of weeks you know I just think it's good to focus on yourself and not really listen and read all that's out there because there's enough going on inside the environment to, yeah. to worry about not worry about
0: other stuff do you get to hear about the comments though
1: yeah sometimes obviously people um, outside of what we're doing here might message you and say oh have you heard that or but like Ben says, you just try and... Yeah, someone flags to turn him off, off. I might screenshot it. <laughs> yeah, <time>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just so he, yeah. he does read just it. Just so he knows. Yeah,
0: just
2: yeah. so he knows what people are thinking about.
0: Is there a, poli- is there a policy on it? No, no, it's
2: just no. Uh,
1: being sensible with it. Um,
2: everyone gets their training at their club, you know, and I think everyone has all their ideas and, and themes they want to get out there. It's pretty much the same once you come in here. Um, so you know you've got to be careful about what you're putting up and that kind of stuff
0: and You're you're doing this now you're interviews. What what? interviews how's it changed in terms of the workload for, for PR for, for interviews and so on There's
1: obviously the a lot more when you come into um, England you know everyone wants to talk to the, to the players and there's a lot more stuff going on um, especially when you're going into a tournament like the Six Nations you know everyone, everyone's talking about it um, so yeah there's a, obviously a lot more especially when you're Queens at the moment, we're not going too well in the league so no one wants to talk to us. But, um but yeah, it's it is a lot more with England obviously.
0: Are you aware of the English rugby public's focus on this and how much it means to them?
1: Yeah, obviously you um you hear what people say, people come up to you in the street and, and say, um, you know, whether they like what you're doing or not. Um but it seems like everyone's, you know, liking the way we play. They can see that every player is desperate to play for England and, and loving playing for England and Um, The way we're playing is showing how much the shirt means to us. Um, So they let you know that, they can see that. So it's great, great that we're, we're, you know, having a good impact. Um, So we just want to continue doing that, don't we, Ben?
0: Mm. I mean, you keep winning, which is, you know, the basic thing anyway. Are there any targets in in terms of, you know, you're moving on from ground zero when Eddie first came in and the World Cup is in 2019 and the longer term plan? Is there anything done in terms of have we made progress, irrespective of the fact we're winning? Have we made progress in that area, in this area? Is there anything that's um, along that sort of pattern or is it just again the next one and let's keep building?
2: We have like some measurable targets and that kind of stuff with, you know, how we're training and how we're playing and, and the speed and that. So I think if you look back from when he first took over and where we're going, you know, I think we, we track uh, improvements like that. and. Everyone else is getting better as well. So we're always just trying to stay a he- ahead of the game. So those would be things that we're always working on.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you get individually then? What sort of stats do you get from, from training and playing?
1: We have all, you have all your GPS stats. So obviously we wear the GPS units on our shirts for every session. So you get, you know, the amount of meters you've covered, um, the high speed running, the accelerations. Um, what else is there? Contacts, heart, how contact many contacts
2: there? per minute.
1: How fast getting back up off the ground, getting back in the play. So you can see if you, how much a guys involved. Obviously, for us as outside backs, we want our high-speed running up, up, up there. We want our accelerations up there. Forwards, they'll they'll look at their contacts and you know how quick they're getting off the floor and things like that. So um, it's very tailored individually, and they can take a lot out of um, the sessions. And obviously. Also, we will have all these cameras all around the field. We have the drone now above us, so there's no hiding places at all. And what I mean, what
0: what what sort of stories put by these? Because I mean, depending on how you interpret stats, you can make them mean anything, actually. Um, and some are more important than others at different times. Which are the ones that you think matter, and the management think matter?
1: I think for us as players, the ones that matter are the ones. Um, how quick you're sort of getting back in the game. So we call them uh, reload and reform. So reload is a, a defense and reforms are attack. It's um, so how quick you're getting off the floor into attack, shape or defence defensive line. They're the ones that matter because if you're not working hard, you can't attack well, you can't defend well. So for us- There's
2: some that don't matter too, you know, yeah. there's obviously, you know, there's some things you can't measure, you know, you probably can't measure uh, an aggressive mindset how hard you're going to get up and whack someone. I don't know if the GPS picks up that. So there's certain things that, you know, there's there's some ones that you can look at and always to try and improve, like high-speed running metres excels. But then there's the other parts that, you know, um, only you know and the coaches will know if you're doing your job.
0: Well, there's not one, for example, did I draw the man and put him away in for yeah. spaces? That's yeah. just a, a scene thing, isn't it? it? Doesn't You can't measure that. Yeah. That sort of stuff. If I had to give you a a target for the, the Six Nations because bearing in mind no side has ever won it three
1: times in a row
0: and that's what England uh, are going to do, what would it be? What's your target?
1: Win, that's yeah. what we play the game for. Um, but again we're not looking any further than the Italy game and we want to win that so we win that then we'll look at the next next few games but um, yeah, we, we want to win every game we're playing so we, we're playing Italy next, we want to win. Ben, Mike,
0: uh, thanks very much. All the best from uh, well, not the I can't speak for every one in the English rugby public, but from me and all our uh, listeners. Thank you very much. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having us. Cheers. Cheers. That's it for our bonus episode. We'll be back next week to review round one of the tournament, including Italy versus England.
1: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.